What up, y'all? This is Andrew calling from Denver, Colorado, calling because I'm a huge fan of the show and the podcast. I appreciate all that you guys do, not only for your league, um, but also for leagues nationwide. Um, I think it's great analysis, great information. Not only are you recapping what happened in the previous week, but you're also helping listeners um, look forward to the following week and their next matchup. Um, I had a specific question about my own league and a trade that I recently made. Um, I recently acquired Jose Ramirez from the Indians. I also received David Dahl and Jared Eikhoff from the Phillies. Um, I traded away Trevor Bauer, um, Eddie Rosario, and Justin Turner. I'm wondering what you guys thought, what you guys think of that deal, it, and also specifically what you think of Jose Ramirez. He's been slumping since the second half of 2018, so I'm wondering if I should be concerned about him or if you feel like I took that guy off. Um, appreciate you guys. Enjoy, enjoy Detroit. Enjoy Cleveland. I look forward to hearing from you. Welcome to the Exit Velocity Fantasy Baseball Podcast. My name is Brent. As always, I'm here with Jordan live from Cleveland. How are we doing today? Pretty good, man. The weather is beautiful here in Cleveland, Ohio, and I am loving every minute of it. We've experienced some showers throughout our journey, starting in Cincinnati and then going on into Pittsburgh, and now we are in Cleveland. And the weather is beautiful, sunny, 73 degrees, and we are ready for game time tonight as the White Sox face off against the Cleveland Indians. Trevor Bauer's pitching, and I'm super excited about it. Yeah, we're sitting at Southern Tier Brewery, so you'll hear some background music. We're across from Progressive Field. Uh, we had a question come in today about a trade that was made in our league. Uh, do you want to give us a little insight about it and answer his question for him? Yeah, so I just want to thank uh, our listener, Andrew, to call in and provide or ask for some feedback on his trade that he previously did. Uh, and that was uh, him trading away Trevor Bauer, Eddie Rosario, Justin Turner for Jared Eikhoff, Jose Ramirez, and David Dahl. Uh, breaking through or breaking into that uh, deal a little bit more with a, providing some additional insight, trading away Trevor Bauer may have been probably the hardest thing to do in that trade. Um, Eddie Rosario is actually his, during the course of the year, the month of April, you will see um, in his numbers career-wise, that is his his OPS is probably the lowest uh, yep. during the month of April. So uh, getting, getting to capitalize on that, he is a streaky hitter, uh, but giving also away Justin Turner. I, I'm a huge Justin Turner fan, um, always have been, but he's now getting older, mm-hmm. and he's he's already been pretty injury-prone too. So getting uh, being able to... Uh, send him away and get a guy like Jose Ramirez who's more of a uh, buy low candidate at this point in time. Yeah, very buy low. Yeah, so obviously he had an exceptional year last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, given the Cleveland Indians offense was a little bit more potent, uh, it is not today, and you're also seeing some early on struggles, but getting him in that deal was obviously the key there. But a little secret there is David Dahl. Yes. Um, especially you being from Denver, Colorado, I feel like that's huge for you, especially to enjoy Coors Field with a little bit of David Dahl action there. Um, David Dahl has always had that he's always had that potential to do well yeah. as long as he just stays healthy. That's always been the biggest question mark with him. Yep. David Dahl is one of those guys that has the pedigree to hit 30-plus home runs. He does. So if he can continue to stay healthy and remain in that lineup, especially being in Coors, playing in Coors Field, uh, that is obviously the key there. But uh, also another guy that I think has been a great add in fantasy this year is Jared Eikhoff. Yep. So he had, he's had some pretty solid starts so far. He's, he's kind of here and there with uh, getting you six innings to get a quality start, but he does have that strikeout stuff. So 
going over that breakdown, I think that he he want, it doesn't obviously replace Trevor Bauer, but uh, if you're uh, if you were looking to amplify your uh, the offensive side of your game, yep. do, by doing that trade, I feel like he did made the right decision there. Yep. So overall, and all, I think it was a really good trade. I'm sure it was really thought out on both sides. You probably hashed over some things here and there, but overall, I feel like it was a really good trade after really digging deep and evaluating it more and more. Yeah, and how I look at it as too is there's three injury prone players in this deal: Eikhoff, Dahl, and Justin Turner. Uh, it's hard for them to stay healthy, but when David Dahl is healthy throughout the year, at the end of the year, he's going to give you Eddie Rosario-like numbers. Uh, so I, I kind of look at the deal as Trevor Bauer versus Jose Ramirez. Jose Ramirez is probably more valuable and will be a top 20 hitter again at the end of the year. I know a lot of people are freaking out selling him now, buy, so people are buying low, but I think he's still going to get you 30 home runs, drive in 80, probably steal you 25 bags, and get over 100 runs scored when the end of the year is all said and done. Yeah, I think that's a great uh, analogy there. I think he's more than capable. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, there's our uh, answer to the question for Andrew from Denver. We are going to be going to the game tonight, as Jordan said, at 710, watching Trevor Bauer versus Ivan Nova. Don't stream Ivan Nova. Leave him, <laughs> on the, leave him on the free agent pool. Yeah, just like uh, you had mentioned yesterday, <laughs> uh, stream uh, Drew Pomeranz. And look we did today. Gave up seven runs. Yeah, Nick Senzel. Yeah, so I love to see a guy like Nick, Nick Senzel excel this early on yep. in his major league career, having two home runs uh, off the lead, out of the leadoff spot today. So I feel like that's huge for the Reds organization. But I'm really glad that he got the call, and he's making a, an immediate impact for that organization. Yeah, I think. Uh, Yep. I think Nick Senzel at the end of the year, if he keeps playing time and bats in the one and two spot, he's going to finish as a top 75 hitter. Yeah, I, I feel like he's more than capable. Yeah. Uh, going over our streams, our recapping yesterday, too, Anthony Desclafani is also looking like he's going to see his way to a quality start today. He is pitching so uh, so far so good uh, going against the Giants today. And uh, from what lies ahead today, uh, I don't know for all of you listeners out there, but um, who who's going to take Ivan Nova? Is anybody to pick him up today? Do you think there's people in the fantasy baseball world no. that are going that are going to invest in him? Today? I don't. His 8.3 ERA is not that juicy. Yeah, I think he stays. He's two percent owned in Yahoo leagues, and he probably stays on that free agent pool. Yeah, so that yeah, true. <laughs> uh, well, ironically, you and I are playing each other this week, and yeah. seeing that I didn't have a first baseman today. I just wanted to get an extra hitter in there. I got Jake Bowers. And simply because we're watching him play tonight, but I also think he's going to capitalize on the Ivan Nova challenge tonight. So I think you... I, I'm I'm more than confident that he should do decently well against him. Hopefully, yeah. on my sake. I know you're battling me, but uh, yeah. So that's one guy that I invested in for today as a streaming option on the hitter side of things. Yep, very nice. Yeah, we also get to see Francisco Lindor tonight. See if he gets his first stolen bag of the year. I know he's still coming back from the injury. Probably has a little rust, but he's been hitting home runs, which is good to see. Yeah. Uh, going back to Nick Sanzel, what do you think he does end of the year? What? Give me a stat line. Well, if he stays called up and bats and stays healthy and bats one and two in the lineup, I think he'll score 80 runs, hit 20 home runs, and drive in 60, and maybe steal you five bags and bat 270. Yeah. You think only tw- he's only going to have 20 home runs? He's already got three. Yeah, I think. I mean, his he has power, but I think, yeah, he's going to be around the 20 home run range. He'll probably get in a uh, really cold spell probably in the next month. Pitchers will start figuring him out a little bit, but we shall see. Yeah. What's iron- or what's kind of crazy, uh, so we are what, 40-some games through the season already, 30-some mm-hmm. games through the season already, and Joey Votto only has five RBIs. Yeah. <laughs> He's batting a dismal 228 on the year with five RBIs. Is he a 
buy low or sell or sell high? I feel like there's not much high about his game right now. Would you sell him if you had him, or would you drop him? I know there's actually a guy I was reading on Twitter today. He he want, he was asking him for for some input, but Votto has been dropped. Is he yeah. droppable? What do you think? Well, because a lot of people at the first base position look for home runs and RBIs, and that's what Joey Votto isn't doing. And the one thing Joey Votto's known for is getting on base, scoring a lot of runs, and driving in a lot of guys. And he's not doing that. So, yeah. I mean, if there's a better option in, like, a shallow 8-team or 10-team league, you could potentially drop him for even, like, Edwin Encarnacion. Because yeah. Edwin will probably get you 30 home runs and hit you 100 RBIs. And even, like, uh, Jake Bowers, like uh, you mentioned. He's, if he gets everyday playing time, he could probably put up better numbers than Joey Votto this year. Yeah, I like Jake Bowers. I mean, I invested in him last year. He has upside. Uh, I also like his steal potential, too, coming from the first ba- he is first base and outfield eligibility. A lot of people liked him early on the season, but uh, he started off the year real slow. Yeah. And now he's increasing his batting average, actually hitting the ball, seeing the ball pretty well. So uh, that's why I liked him. Uh, maybe, And I would like to see what he does uh, in the near future coming up here. Yeah. But uh, we're actually watching the San Francisco and Cincinnati Reds game right now. And Pat Vendette, this guy pitches from the left and right-hand side of the ball. I don't know if you've <laughs> seen this before, but we've already seen him pitch now from the right side, and now he's pitching to the, on the left side against Joey Votto. And this guy, like his, so I don't know if you know much about him, uh, baseball fans, but he has a glove that he just flip-flops left to right hand <laughs> and pitches from either side. And in, in the game, like he will switch hands and yep. pitch uh, relatively well from both sides. And it is something to see. Uh, looks like Joey Votto is flying out to left field, which is a common occurrence in the 2019. But uh, yeah, so he retired that batter. But yeah, Pat Vendette, that is one guy that is... Uh, some, is really good for baseball. I feel like he's just an interesting guy to look at. Yeah, I mean, not many guys. Yeah, look at him. That guy, <laughs> there you go. Over he's switching glove. over the glove, ready to go. <laughs> I love it. I haven't seen anything like that, but that is that's awesome. So yeah. So well, I hope we answered your question today, Andrew, and uh, we're looking forward to more. And we're going to enjoy uh, progressive field in the beautiful sunshine and seventy degree what seventy degree weather today. Yeah. Well, uh, if you guys have any more questions, give us a shout. Otherwise, we look forward to that, and we look looking forward to providing more insight as the year progresses. Thank you for listening, and we will be talking to you soon. Have a good day, everyone.